0: I'm Judy Carter. I'm with Jason Medbury, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. Thank you, everybody, for all the reviews. I love, I read every single one of them. I read them in bed. I read them in the morning. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Staple them to our forehead, tattoo them on our forearms. It's everywhere.
0: Because when you listen to this podcast and and we help you discover your purpose in life mm-hmm. um, and you're able to get a gig uh, from being on track with your life, mm-hmm. that is my purpose. That yeah. helps, helps me so much. Now, today, um, what are we talking about, Jason?
1: Today we are talking about research and uh and also because i mean you just had a new book come out the comedy bible uh the new comedy bible which had a ton of research in it all sorts of things because you were revamping an older
0: it is not revamping i have to tell you the comedy bible that i wrote uh that was written 20 years ago Okay. okay and i had to i tried to convince my um publishers that it had not just a rewrite, it needed a brand new book because comedy has changed in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Newsflash, Bill Cosby is not a hero. Yes. <laughs> Louis C.K. is not someone to emulate. Okay, yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, um, you're not commenting well, I was, I'm not right, going to comment on Louis C.K.
1: I was like, we'll wait. See.
0: We'll wait. Cosby, <laughs> we'll do a whole other
1: podcast about that. <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: That's, that's a good idea. But yeah. all I'm saying is, so, oh, it took two years of researching yeah. exactly what's going on in comedy and and so i could write a book to help other people um take 48 exercises to write 60 minutes of new comedy material mm. and what's so exciting is that pros are reading this book and doing the exercises because yeah. <laughs> they got i gotta get new material how do i do it yep. so
1: and, and it it's great to everybody. have that laid out in, in in a form that's that's just right there but I mean, one of the things for a lot of creative process is you got to do research. If you're writing a book, if you're writing a screenplay, if you're writing a play, if you're, you know, especially actors, performers, research can be the difference between a crappy performance and an informed, beautiful, life-altering
0: performance. Yes, I love people go, I don't like rules. I'm a creative person. So, you know, this three-act structure, no. I'm going to open with the finale. Yeah. Screw everybody.
1: Right. Or if someone's doing a, you know, I see, I saw this all through college and, you know, and acting professionals who I know now who, you know, who have kind of changed their tune on it, is if you're playing a role and you don't research that type of character, you just say, I just think they would feel this. It's like, okay, you're playing someone from 1800s England who lives in the street and you live in Santa Monica in a bungalow <laughs> in the sunshine. You kind of need to do some research about what these people are went through, what this type of stuff was happening. You need to be informed. You need to yeah inform your stuff
0: yes i coach a lot of speakers Mm -hmm. and um the first thing i just was talking to um somebody and we're trying he's like he's a guy who's like written 20 books on all different topics and he does he does so much well and we had to stick to one thing and so i found his one thing i don't want to say it here but um the first thing i did was when he was unsure of it i said See if anybody else is speaking on this topic. Well, I just got an email from him this morning. He goes, Oh my God, I found like just one other person speaking on this topic and he gets 50,000 a speech and he's not even famous. I am so in. Yes. Right? And I go, Okay, now research the benefits Mm -hmm. of what is like, what is the statisticians, people who've done um, um, surveys on this topic, what do they say? And then he got really super excited because before that he was rather narcissistic. Mm -hmm. He was going, well, my story, and here's another one of my stories, here's another one of my stories. But when I asked him to do research, it really upped the ante for what he was doing. And he saw what he was doing as really significant.
1: And I think... Uh, One of the things I like about research is it is a very strong shortcut to authenticity if you kind of don't know what the hell you're talking about, you know, especially for performers, because sometimes performers get asked to play these, you know, these or historical characters or things like that. Um, I don't know if you saw Bombshell uh, that just came out. uh, Not yet. Yeah. And uh, so it's uh, Charlize Theron is playing Megyn Kelly and her Megyn Kelly. I personally thought was incredible because it's a very well-informed performance. She obviously looked at this woman and saw how she spoke and moved and just all sorts of things. That level of research heightened her performance overall. Just like any book that you read, um, you know, if you're doing a story about something that happened uh, in medieval times, if you know how to call things out correctly or inform people about things they may not have known because of your research it just elevates it elevates your credibility it elevates your authenticity and it also elevates your creativity because you go i didn't know they did that back then we should have a scene where somebody does that well, you know and it, it's
0: yeah and it's, it's amazing how like uh, many in the arts um know that taking classes and reading and you know um as far as musicians go mm-hmm. they all study yes. artists Huge, they all studied. Now it comes to comics. I'm just going to get up there and <laughs> improvise off. You lazy bastards, I tell you.
1: And, oh, my God. But then, yeah. And that's it,
0: the reason you're, and then they go, I don't know, I can't get paid for what I do. I'm just stuck in the open mic level. Yeah. Yeah. Hello.
1: Well, I mean, like, I, I've, I've brought up Eddie Izzard like a million times on this podcast. But talk about research. Talk about study. He talks about history and theology and all these things. It's like, and, and war and, and the, you know, just all sorts of different topics and he tells you and then he's hilarious because he's taking these bits and pieces of history of research of things that he's looked at and discovered and then putting it into his work and you go my gosh he just took us through the entire you know industrial revolution through comedy.
0: I know know? and the reason this works so well Mm -hmm. is because you are not just bouncing off of yourself Mm -hmm. You are bouncing off of what's going on in the world, mm. and that then connects you to your audience. Yes. Um, one way to really, you know, um, get good topics if you're a stand-up comic, is to look up how many people are searching for certain phrases
1: oh yeah yeah just like any any sort of of seo search or trending topics or things like that but you gotta now now here's the thing about research is you have to do the research you can't just scan wikipedia for five minutes and go oh lots of people are talking about this and then i'll go from there you have to learn information about it you have to get some details about it you have to get Some facts that maybe a lot of people don't know, because if you can bring in some information into your piece, whatever it may be, things that people didn't know about that are fascinating or interesting or just like, wow, I had no clue that they did that back then, or I had no clue that he did that or whatever it may be, you suddenly give your project what's called legs you know, they go, Oh, that project has legs, because it's a you know, you one, you look a lot smarter than you actually are, <laughs> which is fantastic whenever you can Always present. Good. You know, any anytime you go to an editor and they go, So you're a historian? And you go, No, I just really like, you know, airplanes from the fifties. You know, who knows whatever it might be. But when you put yourself into that research, you are elevating everything. Yes, and you
0: might notice in a lot of comedy specials people are doing it. Now, of course, Eddie Izzard. He does an entire piece about um, a piece, like two-and-a-half-hour shows, which yeah. you, Jason and I went to. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did it about um, the pilgrims discovering yep. America and Thanksgiving. And, and, and you're laughing hysterically, but you're also going, this is fascinating. Mm-hmm. And then he did um, The History of God, yeah. you know, and our relationship with God. And um, um, when God wasn't there, mm-hmm. like dinosaurs, gone, where was God? Yep. World War Two, billions billions of people died, where was God? You know, Hannah Gatsby uh, was actually um, a art historian major, mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe a master. Yeah. And she does an incredible piece on, um, when I say a piece, I'm talking about like a 15, 20-minute chunk in her show mm-hmm. on Picasso. Yeah. And his relationship with women, and his place in history, and uh, she trashes him, and it's fabulous as a womanizer, (laughs) and um, and she won an Emmy for the best comedy special. So so it's it it definitely elevates you. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And research doesn't just have to be historical. Like I think about like Michelle Wolf, who worked for the majority of her life as a as an actual like. Just a business person like in, you know, offices and cubicles that they and the information and knowledge she got from that completely informs the comedy she does now. And she's way more connected to people because she worked a nine to five for so many years that you go, oh, she gets it. You know, she she's she's more authentic. She's more credible because I completely believe that she was this working woman before she became this, you know, great yes. up.
0: Now, there is a problem with also research, yes. people who read a lot of how-to books mm. and everything, and, and I love it. It's a, the very first book I wrote, Stand Up Comedy, the book, the late and great Gary Shanley, gave me my quote for the cover of the book, and he mm. says, This is a great book on the how-tos of comedy. Just don't bring it up on stage with you. yeah, right? <laughs> and I see some of the problems with um, people who read self-help books on um, on all a variety of things. and I'm not saying you shouldn't read them. God knows. Mm-hmm. I've, I've written them. Yep. Stop reading my books. No, they they miss the part of taking action of mm. putting the book down leaving it home like yes you've read all about having relationships you're a master of it now go out on a friggin date yes get out of the house absolutely yes you've read all my books on comedy you've written all this material get out and do it right yeah like get out of the friggin house Mm -hmm. amazing things happen we get on the house i've had people who've hired me to write speeches for them that have never been given because they have a great speech but now you have to get out and give the speech you know there has to be there's it's important to do research and to know how to do things and to um Um, educate yourself Mm -hmm. but stage time it's there's no it's no replacement reading about something is is takes you only a certain part but then you have to do it you have to get out of the house take off your pajamas get in (laughs) some clothes that are ironed or Mm -hmm. something and get out and do it
1: yeah and I think Tim Ferriss just did a, a great thing about how he's getting no new books in 2020 He's got enough books, he's got enough information, he needs to get back from the research phase of the projects that he's on into the execution phases of the projects that he's working on.
0: Execution, uh, yeah, love it.
1: That's that's It's one of the biggest things that I see a lot of. You know, you'll go to someone's home or, <laughs> and it's just the walls are covered in books about the thing that they would like to do eventually or samples of the things they would like to do eventually but eventually never comes because I'm still researching. You know, I, you know, whatever I i have to do any sort of research for not only like creative work but for client work and things like that i always put a cap on it you know because you can get down into the weeds sometimes you can just oh well, i could do something about this and i could do something about that and i could do look at all this interesting information at some point the door has to close on the research phase and you have to move into the execution phase where you're putting yourself out there um Many of the best books out there, especially like Malcolm Gladwell and, you know, people who do a ton of research before they actually do the the final product, you know, they have to put, you know, because they're fans, they're interested in this information. You know, if you don't put some sort of statute of limitations on the research that you're doing, you could stay in the research spiral forever because it's very comfortable. It feels like you're doing a lot of work but in reality it's like it's only one part of the equation
0: yes because i believe it's a mind body separation okay like your brain Mm. you you know you can learn everything you Mm. can learn everything you know about how to be the greatest you know football player yeah but it has nothing to do with how great of a football player you want because Mm. the knowledge can um only becomes extremely significant in is when you embrace it in your body, and the only way to do that is within the world by taking action, movement, mm-hmm. action, um, um, taking a chance. Yes, and a lot of people are that I find are, are um, very mental, mm-hmm. right? Um, can't really, um, translate what they've learned into the world, into what this podcast is about, into their purpose in life and making a living from their purpose in life, because that's what the ultimate goal of this podcast is all about. How do you make a living from this? Well, you can know everything there is about comedy, Mm -hmm. um, but you're not going to make a living at it until... I'm not finding the right word until it penetrates every cell of your body, Mm -hmm. until you embrace it, and until you actually take action and do it.
1: Mm -hmm. And breathe life into it in your own way. You have to contribute to it. You can't just say, you know, because the one thing about research is a lot of people get caught up in research because they they'll research something and they'll discover that there's a million different things to talk about. There's a million different paths. Oh, I would love to talk about this and it. And I would love to do a bit on that about, and I would love to, and I'd love to, and I'd love to, because they are in love with the topic. They, the whole reason they wanted to do this was because they liked the information that they're dealing with. And then they stagnate because it's just like, there's so they get, you know, analysis paralysis and, and there's so many choices and whatever. And, uh, If you can go back and listen to our Kill Your Darlings episode to talk about, you know, how to get past that. But you have to take a point to say, all right, this is what I'm going to talk about. This is the direction that I'm going to go in. You see this all the time when they make movies out of books. You go, oh, you know, I read that book and I don't know if I want to see the movie because the books have all this information and the movie has two hours. You know, so suddenly there's things that have to get cut out, things that have to get removed, things that, and most people wouldn't be able to take their favorite book and turn it into a movie because they'd never be able to decide what to get rid of, or they could explore things even further. And it's like, nope, you have to, you have to bring up the drawbridge at some point and say, all right, the research phase is done. It's time to execute.
0: Yes. And as the last, um, very last piece of my book, the new comedy Bible, it says, you know, uh, know the rules, and then get up there and break them. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to the com, where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening. And let's find your message and launch your career.